the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Maybe it's time for a Hall of Fame. Yeah, we've been doing this around here every Friday for a long time now, but uh, I'm going to be directing my massive staff to start selecting the really special winners, and we might have our first nominee. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Now, this one's a little more complicated. We, we could have had dual winners this week, but we really want to stay consistent and only have one winner every week, even though some people are disappointed when they don't get it. But the problem is trying to find out who the deserving person is. Now, Facebook has a mini-documentary that's out right now about a transgender married couple. One is a man who thinks he's a woman... And the other is a woman who thinks she is a man. And they're married. And somehow they got together and figured out a way to create a baby, an actual human. Patrona is the name of the man who thinks he's a woman. Even though Ahanu, the woman who thinks she's a man, actually gave birth to the baby. Are you following all this? The documentary is done with a straight face, too. It's actually narrated by Courtney Cox, and it's... These people are treated seriously. Anyway, uh, Courtney apparently thinks this is wonderful. So there are jerks all around in this situation. I considered her as a possibility, but, you know, she's just getting a paycheck. But Patrona, the man who thinks he's a woman, emerged out of all this for one simple reason. Patrona, the person who fathered the baby, which kind of makes him, you know, a man, tried to breastfeed the baby. And he can actually be heard asking on the video as the baby is uh, unfortunately being forced to try to make it happen. Are they are are they getting any milk? Now, the reason he asked about they is because the couple hasn't decided what gender the baby is yet. So you can't call it he you can't call it she and they when I say they now, I mean actually two people, you know, which is what the word is usually used for plural. They don't want to refer to the baby as it. So they do the transgender pronoun thing and refer to the baby as they not the babies as they the one baby as they is this sick enough for you yet. How'd you like to be the baby who won this lottery and got these two as parents? But one thing the baby can be proud of when they grow up is that the man who says he is their mother is a winner of the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And their mom is a strong candidate, by the way, to be the first nominee for Jerk of the Week Hall of Fame. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, three planes full of jerks, Democrats in the Texas House of Representatives, and how wrong they are about the law they refuse to consider. And in our second half hour, some sports, sort of, uh, the stupidity of the NFL's decision to have the Black National Anthem, whatever that is, sung before games this season. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. 
Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831.21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrustpittsburgh.com. We call him Willy Wonka. He's a chocolate lab. His belly itched and he would actually lay in the grass and scoot across it to scratch. And Sheba, his sister, she scratched at her ears real bad and she shook her head so much. She wound up with cauliflower ears. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. When we uh, first got the Dynavite, they cleaned the bowls up real good. Her ears, they're a whole lot better. Wonka, his belly, it's all really cleaned up. He uh, flops over and lays on his back and just kicks his legs, and I call it his happy dance. They look good and even smell good in between baths. You should give your dogs Dynavite before something happens. And that's kind of like preventative maintenance. Dynavite for life. It makes them healthier and happier. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. And your dogs will love it just like mine do. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19-related disruptions have caused abnormal behavior in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-In Pest Free goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair income. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code pen. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM twelve fifty and FM ninety two point five. The answer. Well, last we heard, at least uh, fifty one members of the Texas House of Representatives were still hiding out in Washington because they don't want to vote on an election reform bill. They say it's restrictive, racist, all the usual stuff. Hans von Spakovsky of the Heritage Foundation is a former member of the Federal Election Commission, and he joins us now. Hans, thanks for being here. Sure, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, always good to have you on, and it seems like this stuff keeps popping up, and you're a good guy to have around to ask about this. Uh, You wrote a piece for uh, foxnews.com, and I saw you referred to Joe Biden's speech in Philadelphia a couple days ago as propaganda. How does it qualify as propaganda? Well, if you if you read through his speech, which unfortunately I I did, um, I mean he's talking as if it's 1875, you know, the end of Reconstruction, and that that we're in the worst civil rights um, uh, crisis that we've ever had. And he keeps calling all of these election reform efforts, you know, Jim Crow. He says they're horrible. I mean, it it was like he was in a fantasy land. 
And and the Texas Democrats who, who we were just talking about, who who left Texas so that they can't hold a special session, I mean, they are in the same fantasy land. They they they, they held a press conference today in Virginia, right across the border from Washington, where they were saying things that are just totally absurd. And and I'll give you just a quick example, if I may. Um they they are claiming that um the reform bill in Texas, which would extend the state's voter ID law from in-person voting also to absentee balloting, is, is a horrible oppression of black voters intended to suppress their votes. This supposedly onerous requirement, you know what it says? Uh, first of all, look, Texas had an ID law in place for in-person voting for a couple of years. Nobody's had any problems with it. You, get a, you can get a free ID. You don't already have one. Well, what the, what the reform would bill would say is, well, when you apply for an absentee ballot, you have to write the serial number of your driver's license or your free ID into the application. If you don't have an ID, you write in the last four digits of your social security number. And if you are one of the, what, 10 Americans in, in the country who <laughs> don't have an ID yeah. and don't have a social security number, you just sign a statement saying, I've got no ID. I got no social security number. Now, how in the world is that discriminatory? And is there a single person anywhere in the country that can't meet a requirement like that? No, but Hans, they keep they, they keep saying this stuff uh, uh, time after time. This is the most recent yeah. examples because it's Texas. But they've been saying they said the same thing in Georgia, um, and I'm sure they'll say the same thing here in Pennsylvania when they try to fix things here. Um, but uh, these are supposed to be pretty smart people. They got elected as state representatives, and you know they've, they've been around a little bit. Could it? Is it possible to even consider that they are just wrong, or is it? Does it have to be that they're just know exactly what they're doing, and they're, and it is propaganda, and they know it's a bunch of BS. I think it's propaganda, and I think they're putting on a big show. And the reason for that big show is that they think that by scaring voters and trying to make them believe that Republicans are trying to keep them out of the polls, I, I, I think they believe that's somehow going to help them get votes. It's going to help them, uh, for example, uh, get back into control of the Texas legislature. Uh, I think they're wrong about that. And I think the polling shows they're wrong about that. But but I think that's actually what's going on. I would think that comparing it to Jim Crow laws would be pretty insulting to black voters uh, and they're, they're, who, who actually, you know, lived through Jim Crow. They're still around. They're old, but they did. Yeah, it. See, yeah it, it, it is patronizingly racist what these legislators are saying, because in essence, like I said, uh, Look, Texas will provide a free ID to anybody that doesn't have one. They're essentially saying that uh, black voters in Texas don't have the same ability as other voters to go get that free ID. And I can't think of anything more racist than that. Oh, it's it's um, and again, you know, it's hard for for me as not being a white guy. I can't put myself in that situation. Uh, and I, I hate to say that if I were black, because I, I, you know, I, it's not something I can even imagine being. Uh, and you have to be black to know what it's like to be a black person in America. But I just think that any human being would just say, "What are you saying to me here? You think I can't? I mean, it's 2021. I, I can't get an ID. What do you think? I'm a moron? It's it's beyond well, belief I, that they get away, and the media go along with it. That's what's yeah. even worse. Yeah, yeah. But l- let me tell you just how. The numbers that we do know about this, uh, the latest poll on this by, I think it was Monmouth College, showed that 80% of Americans uh, overall, voter ID, of course, that's a good idea. In that same poll, 84% of minority voters said an ID is a good idea. So more minority voters said that the ID is okay than, than, the, than the total, which I think means that there are some you know, very, very liberal white Democrats who who don't want an ID. But minority voters, uh, they want IDs. And I, let me tell you, I think part of the reason is, and this is based on 30 years of research in this area, look, the targets often of election fraud are poor minority neighborhoods. 
that's where you find cases of people being cheated and having their votes stolen. So, so black Americans, they see it and they know it and they want precautions taken against it, no matter what their so-called leaders say. And, and how can these uh, Democrats who skip town uh, not know that they're denying the votes of the people in Texas who, you know, gave the Republicans the majority in the state house? I think that happens by people going out and voting and, and, just, and, 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 and letting it be known how they feel about things. I want a Republican. So I want Republican to be casting votes in the House. I mean, it's, uh, you don't like that it's because you're in the minority, so you're going to run out of town? Yeah, I really think they're showing their, their contempt for the democratic process and for the way legislatures work. And, you know, the other thing that was ama- is amazing about this is, uh, again, the press conference that was held today was the Texas um, legislature's Black Caucus. They, while they were raving about and criticizing the reform efforts in Texas, they spent all this time urging Congress to pass H.R. 1, which is the federal bill that would take away their ability to make changes in their election rules, because H.R. 1 is a federal takeover, and it would take away the ability, like I said, of of legislators like them in Texas and the residents of the state from deciding what the rules are that govern their own election. Yeah, you know, this. uh, we're talking to Hans Pekoski of the Heritage Foundation, a former member of the Federal Election Commission, uh, what always amazes me about this, when, when for, with people who, uh, in politics, who are pushing for federal laws and they and they want the president and the U.S. House and Senate to have more power, they it's like they don't understand that the power that you're giving to Joe Biden could end up going into the hands of of Donald Trump in 2024, yeah. and you and you say he's Hitler. So, I mean, right. why, why would you want to give your power up to somebody who could just make you irrelevant in Texas? See, I don't think they think long term. I think yeah. they think short term. And I think this, this big push that we've been seeing, particularly in the U.S. Congress to get this federal takeover, is because I think they fear what's going to happen in the 2022 elections. I think they fear they're going to lose control of the House and Senate. And they want to try to get these rules in that will make it easier to cheat and easier to manipulate election results so that that won't happen. Now, um, is, are, are, there, are there unique, are there problems that are unique to Texas because of their proximity to the border and the possibility of uh, non-citizens voting? Is that, does that make it more uh, difficult for Texas to, to make sure that, that uh, the wrong people are casting votes, are not casting yeah, votes? Yeah, in fact... Yeah, in fact, Texas has had a problem with them discovering people who are not U.S. citizens on their voter rolls who have also voted. So, in fact, part of the reform bill um, is a provision uh, instructing state officials to, on a monthly basis, try to verify citizenship by checking other state records like um, arrest records and things like that, because, you know, law enforcement always determines tries to determine whether you're a citizen or not. Yeah. The other big problem that they've had is they've had a real problem with vote traffickers. You know, the people that are paid by uh, campaigns to go to voters' homes and collect their absentee ballot. And they've had prosecution after prosecution after prosecution of people like that for not just collecting the ballots to deliver them, but intimidating and coercing voters. And so... The reform bill, and this is one of the things the Democrats are complaining about. The reform bill simply has a provision that says that if you are one, of, if you are somebody who is a an assister, somebody who's going to assist a voter to vote, you have to fill out a form that gives your name, your address, and says whether you are a relative of the voter or a paid political operative. And the Democrats are protesting that. They don't want those vote assisters identified. And what does that tell you about that? You know what? The, I mean, what was what's been your experience with the uh, abuse of that kind of a thing, uh, where people who say they need help to get their vote cast, whether it's uh, 
you know, an absentee ballot because they're not in living, not in the uh, area where they uh, are registered to vote, or whether it's their, uh, they have some kind of a physical condition that can't get them there. I mean, how many people would actually be uh, denied a vote if they just say, hey, look, election day is Tuesday, show up and vote? I mean, what percentage of people are we talking about here who can't just do that? If they if they were told that that was their only alternative, um, I think it would be a relatively small percentage. But but look, you know, Texas. That's another thing that they're complaining about. Democrats in Texas. Texas is one of the few remaining states that says, look, if you want to vote with an absentee ballot, you have to have a reason for it. You have to be sick or disabled, or you have to be out of town, and that covers and protects everybody. Yeah, Democrats are complaining, saying, oh no no. no. Everybody and anybody ought to be able to use an absentee ballot, um, even if they could make it to a polling place on Election Day or they could early vote for the several weeks. You can early vote in Texas. And, of course, the problem with that is that absentee ballots are one of the biggest sources of fraud. They're easy to steal. It's easy, unfortunately, for these vote traffickers to coerce and pressure people in their homes, something that can't happen in a polling place. And so... Look, I agree. I think we need absentee ballots for, for people who can't make it to the polls. But this this general, just opening it up to everybody is just not a good idea. And uh, you point out in your piece, and we're talking to Hans von Spakovsky of the Heritage Foundation, um, you point out in your piece at foxnews.com that Texas has a history of election fraud, uh, yeah. one of the more famous ones that may have resulted in LBJ eventually becoming president of the United States. Yeah, and that's been that is that has been acknowledged. And that's not just a claim. Um, he stole his first uh, election when he got elected to the U.S. Senate. Uh, the it was a very famous or infamous ballot box thirteen, and the, the political powers in that particular county, long after admitted that they stuffed that ballot box with fraudulent and fake votes. And if it hadn't been for those votes, he would not have won his Senate race. He might never have become uh, president. This happened in 1948, and it was that fraud that launched Lyndon B. Johnson's political career. And LBJ was uh, perfectly as, uh, he was as uh, pure as the driven snow from that point on in his career. <laughs> no no corruption with LBJ for the next 50 years or whatever, how many, many years he lived. Um, right. So, um, how much difference, uh, Han, Hans, is the uh, Texas law from what was passed in Georgia? It's not that different. It has many of the same, uh, many of the same provisions. I mean, probably the most common one is Georgia also extended its voter ID law for in-person voting to absentee balloting, actually using the same uh, the same method that that Texas did. And, and again. Look, Georgia's ID law, you know, left keeps claiming, oh, it suppresses vote. Georgia's voter ID law for in-person voting has been in place since 2008, more than 10 years. Turned out in the state, including of minority voters there, particularly black voters, have a very large um, share of black voters, has consistently gone up. They've had record registration levels and record turnout levels. So, uh, again, it's just insulting insulting to say that black voters or Hispanic voters can't meet an ID requirement. I have a minute left, Hans, and I can't let you go. A few, little bit more than a minute left. Um, I can't let you go without asking you your impressions of what's going on in Maricopa County, Arizona. Any game-changing developments there that you see, and where's it, gonna, where's it headed? Well, it sounds like they're finding some startling discrepancies and problems there. It's still going on. They apparently are having trouble getting the records they need from Maricopa County election officials. Apparently don't want to cooperate. I think that's because Maricopa County election officials are afraid they're going to be embarrassed by an audit that finds all kinds of problems and mistakes that they, that they cause. But it's very important to, to do this, to find out, you know, were the rules, were the laws followed? Did the, the election equipment um, function the way it should have? And what kind of problems were there that ought to be fixed before the next election? 20 seconds. Do you uh, think that Donald Trump won Arizona or Joe Biden, based on what you've seen to this minute? 
I don't know the answer to that because we don't have the results of the audit. Well, All we do know is the margin of victory was very small. That's right. Hey, Hans, always good to have you on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's Hans von Spakovsky. You can find his piece at foxnews.com. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A Republican senator says now is the time to show the world the perils of communism by reporting about the crackdown on Cuban demonstrators. Bob Agnew reports. Senator Rick Scott of Florida says this is the time for the president to use his bully pulpit. If Joe Biden would do his job right now, if he would start standing up and, and every day talk about this and get world leaders to talk about this. Scott also says the U.S. media should do a better job of showing the brutality of the Castro regime. Who's being kidnapped? Who's being beat up? All these things right now, get it on television, get it in the papers, get it everywhere. Senator Rick Scott of Florida was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Bob Agnew reporting. Rising COVID cases in L.A. County prompting officials to reintroduce wearing masks indoors, even for those who have been vaccinated. Most of the new cases, the Delta variant. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 247 points. This is SRN News. IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. She is listening all the time and getting smarter every day. When you want the conservative perspective on today's most pressing issues, Alexa has the answer. You just have to point her in the right direction by saying, Alexa, enable the Answer Pittsburgh skill. Now say, Alexa, play the Answer Pittsburgh to get your favorite conservative talk station without lifting a finger. Look, Ma, no hands. So, Alexa, what's your favorite station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. Find a school that's right for you at theanswerpgh.com slash tuitions. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed it's time to try something different. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
accident in the Elizabeth area, Lovedale Road at Scott Street. Outbound 28, it's really heavy from Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. Your delay up to 10 minutes, and the outbound ramp to the Highland Park Bridge remains shut down. Really solid delays outbound Parkway East. Boulevard of the Allies up to Edgewood Swissvale. About an extra 15 minutes there. Inbound Parkway West looking busy. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. It'll be cloudy and humid tonight with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. We'll see a low tonight of 69. Tomorrow, cloudy and humid with a couple of thunderstorms. Outdoor plans can be impacted tomorrow. We'll see a high of 76. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies and humid with a low of 62. Sunday will be rather cloudy with a shower in the area. We'll see a high Sunday of 78. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Oh, the NFL apparently didn't learn from the NBA. Last season, the NBA was all about social justice, and they seemed to realize that uh, it was over the top, and they have backed off a little bit. The NFL announced it's doubling down just a day or two ago. The Black National Anthem, uh, they say, will be sung before games. And there will be lots of virtue signaling on helmets and on the field, as there have been in the last year or so. Emery McClendon is a member of the Project 21 Advisory Council, and he joins us now. Emery, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me on. Oh, boy, I tell you, we got a hot topic today. <laughs> well, you know, here's let me, let, let's just, uh, I'm a white guy, and I'm talking to a black guy, and we're talking about the, the Black National Anthem. And, uh, you know, you don't know what it's like to grow up in America as a white guy, and I sure don't know what it's like to grow up in America as a black man. But when somebody says a black national anthem, uh, a guy like me is going to react a lot differently, I would think, than the average black person would be. Uh, would. Is this something that, uh, is, am I a racist if I think that the black national anthem shouldn't be sung and that there should only be one anthem? No, not really, because uh, the majority of black people would also feel the same. It's only uh, uh, the radicals and, and those that are following the Colin Kaepernick uh, ideology and some of the other uh, Black Lives Matters and, and uh, uh, other, uh, well, for instance, the 1619 Project and, and, and on down the line. Those are the people that find it offensive, uh, the regular national anthem that we have in our country. To play, and they are the ones that are raising all of the noise about changing things and having uh, this national anthem played and, and rebelling against traditional uh, American, uh, our founding documents, our founding monuments, our founding uh, flag, and also uh, uh, the national anthem. So they want to have uh, uh, some type of equity, but not equality. In the country, they, it, it just amazes me how um, they want to change everything because we as Americans have one national anthem and we can draw all of us together by playing that national anthem and believing in what this country stands for in its original uh, founding from the fathers uh, back in 1776 and not by splitting the country, uh, saying that we need to have the national anthem played, uh, lift every voice and, and sing. Uh, to, to divide us, uh, especially in the midst of a um, sporting event. Now, isn't the idea, it seems to me, the idea of singing, singing an anthem uh, before an event like that is to show unity, to say, look, we're not perfect, uh, we have our differences, but when push comes to shove, we're, we're all on the same team. I mean, even when they... Even when they uh, make the announcement that it's time for the anthem, they say, please rise and, uh, gentlemen, remove your hats and let's focus on the flag. The whole point is, hey, we got 50,000 people in a stadium here, but for a, a minute and a half or two minutes, we're going to forget all our differences and, and focus on our similarities and, and our common goal, which is to do what's best for everybody, do what's best for the country. I mean, it seems like such an obvious thing. And to divide it into two makes the whole thing worthless. Yes, it does. And, and that is their um, objective anyway, is to divide us. That's the whole objective of this movement that's coming down in America, whether it be the National Archives, whether it be the, uh, the uh, New York Post, I mean, the, uh, the New York Times, whether it be uh, uh, 
of all of those who are are trying to get things changed in America, whereby we just split us right down the middle. And we have gone for years and years and years here in America at all of our sporting events, high school events, in schools, and we played the national anthem, and people have, have uh, learned the meaning of our national anthem, the meaning of our historical documents, our Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and we've become united. Now, all of a sudden, they want to tear down those walls, uh, divide us, tell us that uh, we have a problem with racism that's beyond anything that we could ever imagine in our lifetimes and just divide the country. And it has no place at a sporting event because why bring in the politics of tearing down the greatest country, the greatest nation on earth and trying to split us apart at a sporting event? Yeah, um, I, I guess my, my question would be um, what uh, what. To what end then would the, would would I mean? How does dividing the country help the people who are feeling so aggrieved or say they are aggrieved? How does dividing the country help them? They feel that it helps them because what they want to do is fundamentally change the United States of America. They think that if they can make um, the white people feel guilty for for the uh, so called unpardonable sin of slavery that, that has taken place, that which they say founded this country and made it systemically a racist. They feel that they gain by dividing the country and then uh, uh, splitting us apart from one another and then fundamentally changing the ideology behind what America stands for. And then they can usher in uh, their uh, supposed fix that they have for socialism, which has never worked anywhere in the world. And this is what their main goal is. They just want to divide and conquer the United States of America, but they don't have anything in true reality to replace it with because as we have seen in the past with all of the millions and millions of people that have been killed uh, by socialism and by these so-called changes throughout history, we're gonna find ourselves in a worse state than what we were uh, in the beginning. So we need to stand fast and hold on to our traditions, continue to build America up, teach our children what it means to be an American, teach civics, teach correct history, not tear down uh, America and divide us. This is one of the most terrible things that is happening and it's spreading around the country and uh, at all of our sporting events, the Olympics, you name it. Everybody now has disrespect for the flag, but yet nobody wants to leave this country and move anyplace else and find out how terrible it is on those, in those nations living under dictatorships or perhaps communism. We're talking to Emery McClendon. He's on the advisory council at Project 21, the Black Leadership Network. Uh, and the NFL has announced that uh, they're going to be singing what's been called the Black National Anthem. Um, are these... Uh, <laughs> It seems to me, and again, this is coming from a white guy, Emery, it seems to me that white people have decided that that's the black national anthem. You know, I, I, it's, how, how do white people get to decide what the national anthem is for a whole entire group of people? We don't get to decide what the national anthem is. The national anthem has already been decided. Right, yeah, but, but I mean, they're calling it the black national anthem. Who, who declared it so? Okay, that happened way back a long time ago. I think it was like 18 or 17, 89 or something like that. I forgot the actual date this uh, song was written. And it has been um, adopted by the NAACP and other black groups uh, to become the national anthem because they say that we have been disenfranchised and that the real national anthem doesn't encompass all people of color. That is not the historical truth. Uh, there is no... Um, um, people that were, it was, uh, yeah, 1899 is when that was done, but it was not, uh, the national, the real national anthem was not written over slavery or anything like that. It was written because, uh, 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 Francis, uh, Scott Key was trying to show what America was and how that flag stood for freedom and liberty and, and, and justice for all. And we were supposed to respect that and we respected by singing our national anthem, you know, it's just, it's, it's, oh boy, we could get in, into this and, and, and just open up all kinds of cans of worms and, 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 and uh, but the truth of the matter is, this is, we are one America, we have one national anthem, 
And from what I gather, the NFL wants to play the black national anthem, quote unquote, first, and then play the national anthem. So it divides the crowd even further inside the stadium. And a lot of people have never even heard of the song, Lift Up Your Voice and Sing. A lot of people don't know the history behind it. They don't know what's going on. And there's no reason to really, uh, uh, even growing up, when this song first came out, I never really understood what it was all about because nobody could ever under. they could never um, explain it to me. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of research on it and where it came from and who wrote it, which was James Wilton Johnson. And it was originally a poem. And it was uh, actually to celebrate Abraham Lincoln's birthday. So how it became the national <laughs> anthem for black people, uh, it, it really puzzles me again. Yeah. Um, and uh, what does this say about Joe Biden's theme of unity? Uh, that, you know, he started his, his uh, presidency on Inauguration Day by saying that the number one thing was unity. Uh, how, does, how does this promote that in any way? It doesn't promote it at all, because we find out that under his administration, we're finding ourselves more and more divided. We're finding ourselves divided by him making statements supporting um, the Black Lives Matters and their objective, which they're one of their t- uh, formal objectives is to split and tear down the American family. They also uh, want to defund police officers. They want to defund our police departments. They are uh, against um, our flag. They are against, um, uh, they want to teach uh, critical race theory in our schools. 1619 Project and say that America is systematically uh, racist and then teach our kids that, uh, especially our black kids, that they'll never be able to achieve anything because they're systematically held back. And that totally is not true. And the Biden administration is pushing this agenda uh, by um, uh, pumping money into the Department of Education and then sending it down into the states and demanding that they uh, teach certain uh, curriculum and uh, pump money and then prove uh, pump money into these school systems, and they have to prove that they are abiding by the Biden administration laws and rules. That does not help any at all as far as uh, uniting this country. It continues to divide, and then it also belittles one race of people until and tells them that they can never be forgiven uh, for the sins of the past. And it blames people who weren't even born, who, who may not even know anything about um, uh, these false theories about uh, slavery that are being promulgated by the, uh, these, these people in this, in this movement. And I was thinking about this today when I saw, uh, and I was, was going to have you on here, um, when the, with this, the black national anthem being played first before the, nas- the, the Star-Spangled Banner, um, what happens if um, a bunch of white people decide that they think that playing something other than the Star-Spangled Banner is uh, an affront to them or that it's disrespectful to the country somehow, and they decide to sit, don't stand? For the black national anthem, isn't isn't there an opportunity here to really show, uh, really really be divisive by having people who don't like the idea? And it could be black people too saying, you know what, I don't like this idea. I'm not I'm not I'm not going along with this part of the uh, ceremony. I'm not in. Yeah, and then that opens up another can of worms because more further division, and they have every right to do so. And see, one of the things that we need to do, especially as conservatives and people who love America and love our country, we don't want to see it fundamentally change. We're going to have to learn how to fight back the same way that these people are trying to tear down our country. And that, that might be one option that will get this whole thing stopped because if there is a disagreement, if there is a, a uh, complaints from our side about what this is doing to tear up our nation. Maybe the NFL will change its mind. You know, that that's sort of what happened here uh, in the beginning when they took knees uh, during the national anthem and they refused to salute the flag. They acquiesced and said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to now do um, uh, racial um, equity uh, statements on our helmets and then mm-hmm. the end zones and all of that. And people's People uh, stood up and cheered that, and they and they demanded it. So why can't the other side do the, the exact same thing? So you bring up a good point. Yeah, um, I mean, I thought about this today. I was talking about somebody here at the station. What if uh, someone um, showed up on the field with a baby and decided to kneel during the uh, playing of the national anthem uh, as a protest uh, against abortion? How, how do you think that would go over? I, I don't think it would go over very well. And that yeah, is, it wouldn't go over very well at all because, you know, that, that crowd uh, loves abortion. And um, they, they um, 
uh, by someone standing up, they would say that you were racist. They would say that you were um, insensitive, you know, to the cause and everything else. And and that's that, that's just not right, because like I said, they have a right under the Constitution to express themselves uh, for freedom of speech, and 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 we also have that same right. Mm-hmm. And what we should do is turn back to our founding principles. We know what they are. We know how this nation started, and we need to adhere to those principles, teach our kids what it means to be an American, teach our kids about these founding principles, and then unite as one nation. Otherwise, we're going to find ourselves divided and being torn down, not only from without and attacked from without, but also from within. And, of course, that's what the communists said they would do anyway. They would tear us down without having to fire a shot. And they would do it internally and make us fight amongst one another. And we're falling into that trap. Emery, what do you think has been the the overall effect, though, of focus on, uh, quote, unquote, social justice by all the leagues? Not just the anthem, but the, you know, the the, 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 the stuff written on helmets and the things written on the field. Has it has it been counterproductive? Yes, it has, because what it's doing, it's bringing a false awareness to problems that really don't exist. Uh, they're, they're manufacturing these problems, uh, especially um, a lot of the um, the, the uh, groups that are, are, are bringing all of these social justice things to bear, such as some of the, the police shootings, but they never want to bring up the black-on-black crime or what's going on in these major metropolitan cities like Chicago who cannot protect the people who are having mass uh, murders, shootings, even innocent kids that are standing at bus stops or, or sitting at home watching television or even in their bed sleeping. They're being killed by people of their own race because of crime, because of drugs, and because of all kinds of other problems. So it's, it, it's just um, um, by bringing all this stuff into uh, the light, and a lot of it is not true, and the people who are trying to uh, portray it for the truth that it is, are being disenfranchised and divided from those who are trying to bring all of this stuff to bear. It's, it's, it's just not, uh, it's not productive at all in this country to split us by bringing up political events at a, a sporting event. And I think that uh, we need to take a, a closer look at this, especially the NFL. And the NFL has said that they're going to do more. They're going to spend millions of dollars um, to um, bring some of these issues uh, out and I think it's the wrong thing to do. I think the commissioner needs to take a look at this, and they need to tone down. And then what they need to do is um, teach messages and put messages of solidarity and of what America stands for. Why can't they uh, uh, put a quotation down there, uh, one that says, uh, we hold these truths be all to be uh, self-evident that all men are created equal. Why can't they put that down? Why can't they... Uh, uh, quote some of the amendments to the Constitution and show how important they are and what they've done to bring out equality. That would be a better choice, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you, and I, it's not going to happen, and it's going to be interesting to see what the effect of this is because the NFL is going to try it again. Emory, I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I, I hope and pray for this nation that we will come to light and that uh, things will change. But like you said, we, we probably won't see that but we can all try. Hey, uh, that's all we can do. Thanks. We'll be right back. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. And Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. That's where you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. 
The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. The John Steigerwall show, AM 1250, the answer. Well, Emery talked a little bit about the founding fathers and what they uh, you know, what the what the plan was for this country. I don't think that the founding fathers uh, had in mind that the um, federal government of the United States of America would have anything to do or anything to say about what kind of water pressure you have in your shower. But apparently, that's what we have going on. The Biden administration is reversing a Trump-era rule that approved uh, approved after Trump complained he wasn't getting wet enough because of limits on water flow from showerheads. So uh, there's a, there's a uh, since 1992, federal law has dictated that new showerheads are you ready for this now? New shower heads should not pour more than 2.5 gallons of water per minute. Uh, uh, that, uh, as newer shower fixtures came out with multiple nozzles, now the Obama administration was all over it. They defined the shower head restrictions to apply to what comes out in total. So if there are four nozzles, no more than 2.5 gallons total should come out among all four. You have that? So Joe Biden is doing his doing the right thing and making it uh, not as enjoyable for you to take a shower. If it were up to the Democrats, it would feel like somebody drooling on you. That's all. That's what kind of water pressure you would have. And they would they would also limit the amount of water that you're allowed to use per week. You'd only be allowed to take maybe two three showers a week. That's where we are in America in uh, 2021. Worrying about shower heads. I'll talk to you on Monday. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.